So we have to consciously make that decision to create downtime for ourselves where we're not looking at our phones and we're relaxing, eating our meal without editing a video or mm -hmm. a podcast or something because I've done that too. Have you ever stopped and asked yourself, is this what I really want to be doing with my life? We have, and the answer wasn't what we expected. Hi, I'm Margaret. And I'm Stetson. We made a really big decision to do a complete rebrand of our four-year-old relocations company. New look, new business model, the works. Some people might think we're crazy. Do you? But it's what we needed to do in order to better align ourselves with our goals for our company. In this podcast, we talk about not only our journey through rebranding, but all things business. Marketing, building your client base, social media. In fact, there is never an end to the topics we will discuss here. So we invite you now to sit back, take notes, and enjoy the One Crazy Journey podcast. Hello and welcome to the One Crazy Journey podcast. We are at episode 22. Yes. And before we get started, don't forget to subscribe to the One Crazy Journey podcast. We put on new episodes every Monday and we just got a really fun review in that we wanted to share with you. Yeah. And it says, I have been loving all these episodes so far as a semi-new pro organizer who is interested in offering relocation services. I can't speak enough about how extremely relatable and relevant the content and conversations are. These ladies do so much for the pro organizer community, and I'm so grateful for their hard work and dedication to sharing their knowledge and resources. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, oh. we love, love your reviews. We share them on our um, Instagram at the One Crazy Journey Podcast. And we just, if you have a second you're, and you're a loyal listener, go ahead and give us five stars and leave us a review because it really does help us. And it also is really fun to read what you love about the podcast. So yeah. you can do that. And then also, if you want to keep up with our business, what we do on a day-to-day, -day, the behind the scenes, you can follow us at everything.envy for sure. So it's almost Christmas. Christmas is upon us. And yeah. I'm almost done with my Christmas shopping. Good for you. Yeah. I kind of just whipped it together. Yeah. Quick. But it's hard to pull it together. And we've been so busy. And I have to say, I'm not quite ready yet. I'm close. I, I think I have to get like yeah. one more gift for my boyfriend's mom and then stocking stuffers because we do Christmas morning at her house for, with my boyfriend and her and me. So it's like us three. And the cats. And the cats. And the, now you have three cats. Oh, the, oh, yeah. If you follow us on our Instagram, <laughs> probably a couple months ago, I think now. I think it's been a couple of months. There yeah. was this because we've been living in a studio. Backstory. We've been living in a studio at my, at my boyfriend's mom's property for two years. And we're going to be moving into our, our new house in a couple months. But we've been living there. And so this little baby kitten who is so cute with no tail, <laughs> kind of like a Siamese almost. He like, kind of looks Siamese. Yeah. Only but he also sort of looks hair. like a Manx. Oh, he is a Manx. Oh, he, oh is. he is. Yeah, that's what the vet said. Oh. So he's a Manx and they don't, he doesn't have a tail. And yeah. he's dark, dark face, white, and then dark paws. Doesn't have a tail, kind of long haired. So he should, like showed up randomly at her property. And he was coming to the back door. Coming to the back door. This cute little kitty face. Wanting food, only he was really scared of us at first. That's right. He was running under the shed and mm -hmm. hiding from you, huh? And then eventually Lisa, like my boyfriend's mom, Lisa. She coached co him in. Coaxed him in, but he was so terrified the first time he came in. When he came, was he running? Oh, he was running, hiding, and, like yeah. hissing. Like he didn't know. He was hissing. Yeah, oh, baby. He was scared. He was scared. She tried to Poor pick him up. Guy. Didn't work. She got like cut on her hand. Mauled. Like it was that whole thing. <laughs> But um, now, after he came in the first time, 
he like realized, okay, I've got food in here. I've I've got got food. And she decided to keep him, which is good because we're leaving and I have two cats. And so she when we move, she loves her cats. She's a cat person. So when we move, she's not going to have anyone because obviously we're taking the cats with us. So now she has Kirby. She named him Kirby because he eats like a vacuum cleaner. Like a vacuum cleaner won't <laughs> stop eating. That's so appropriate. Yeah. Anyways, that was a long explanation for that. But <laughs> we do Christmas with the cats. So I just have to get her a gift. And then do you I think get the cats done. gifts like toys? You know, we used to. She put, well, she does put up a stocking for them. Which oh, is kind of cute. Does. A kitty. It's, it's a kitty stocking. Oh, it's for all all cats. Mm-hmm. Like one stocking mm-hmm. for all the cats. That's good. But I think just the wrapping paper and the boxes is like the best thing for them. I don't think gifts or like throw a bow in there that they can throw around. Well, the thing about cats is you get them this luxurious gift, right? That's like fifty dollars imported from you know Italy or whatever. And what and do then they, they want the most? A leaf <laughs> from outside. Or like a Dollar Tree toy. Like I got a Dollar Tree toy and it's one of their favorite toys ever. I'm like, well, I'm not spending money on you anymore. Like Is here's one of leaf. those crunchy things. No, it, well, we do things. have those. No, it's yeah. this long thing. It's like it dangles. Oh, it has three little strands that dangle and they, they and like they it. And then that. Kirby ripped it up the other day. But I was like, well, it was a dollar. So <laughs> I don't think they, they really appreciate expensive expensive high, i don't know if that's their luxury taste. cat toys i don't know if that's their taste so we just get them hey they're smart leaves boxes keep it simple right cardboard boxes keep it simple that's all they need cats do love a cardboard box don't they mm-hmm. as soon as you put it out there they're in yep so that's well that's what they paper need. bags too they like those. paper bags you know <laughs> just go to the store boxes bags, open up a paper bag leaves, they go right in we're good so <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of what's going on in my house anyways it'll be fun so Christmas shopping is almost done, which is yeah. always nice. It was a little stressful for a minute, but yeah. What should I tell them? Because my dad stole my gift. Oh, should I tell them? You should tell that story. Lori, you're probably listening, but I was a little mad. <laughs> no, I was. Sorry, Lori. <laughs> <laughs> but this was just terrible. So I texted my dad and I was like, hey, I have these two gift ideas for Brandon. Can you send me links? And he sent me two links to what they were. I'm trying to be cautious. I don't think Brandon listens to this. I don't know if he listens to our podcast, but I, was, I won't say it just in case he does. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, hey, can you send me these two links? Because he's a pro at it. And so he sent me to the two links. And I was like, perfect. Thank you so much. This is great. And then like a few minutes later, he texted me. He's like, actually, a little elf told me that these are already taken care of. And I was like, wait, what? And he was like, yep, you don't have to get them. They're already taken care of. I'm like, you stole my gifts, my gift ideas. The gift that you wanted advice the for. The two gifts that I wanted. Yeah. and. Anyways, and we're doing a $100 limit because we're getting a house and we don't need anything, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, this will be perfect. They're two really good gifts. $100. You know he would love them. You he know asked he me for them. them yeah. And then he just totally stole Such my gifts. Sad. So that was the drama <sighs> of the holidays. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the drama for a couple hours. <laughs> so we figured it out, but it was annoying. Yeah. A little bit. Just really annoying. <laughs> Yeah, so I am going to be putting together. Well, actually, it's a pre-assembled gingerbread house. I got oh, one you last did? year. Yeah, you I got did one last year. One? Co- I did. Oh, I got one last year fun. at Costco, and then Mike and I went up to see Mike's son Andrew because mm-hmm. he was all alone for Christmas. So we went up to Portland and visited, and we brought this house. And I tell you, I was so surprised when I pulled it out of the box and it was already assembled. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it was already assembled with royal icing frosting, and they just gave us the frosting and the candy. So I bought one this year. See, that's what, that's how you do it. We were just talking about this. Do like, you remember when you and Brandon and well, Vincenzo did one? Okay, Brandon and I, I think, have tried three times to make one 
from a kit from a kit yeah. and they always fall apart always like they don't stay together they with don't the icing. stay together with the icing and so uh-huh. i was thinking next year if or whenever we try and do it again i'm hot gluing that because we're not eating that store-bought yeah. kit so this the pre the ready-made the pre-built ones were really easy to do and they were fun and they were actually they tasted pretty you already good. did it no, oh, we're gonna do it. But last year when we did it, and then we smashed it up, and mm-hmm. we on Christmas Day we smashed well, it up. I think Costco would be like probably better. It we get really good. we've yeah, gotten them from like Walmart or yeah. something where you're like Walgreens. Oh, these have been sitting here for years, <laughs> and they yeah. It's probably two years ago stock. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll be all interested the decoration. to see how it turns out. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna do that on Christmas ha- Eve. Christmas probably. Hack. Buy a gingerbread house, buy or you can be like my sister and make her own that she was so good she baked it mm-hmm. and she put together a royal icing she looked around and found like the best royal icing and they worked and she's yeah. working with little kids she like has preschoolers yeah and i was like dang didn't that take a little bit of like planning because you have to think what's the door what's and the side did. what's she the window what's the yeah mm-hmm. and i was like wow that's a lot more than just yeah and then maddie her four-year-old that cookies. she watches it's been her daycare because she has a little daycare business and Maddie, man, she's like a little architect because she drew two elevations, That's a front so elevation cute. and a side elevation that matched. Mm-hmm. I mean, I held them up over each other and her house turned out really good. Yeah. And then Jackie made a church and I saw it was sitting on her counter this morning when I went over there. Was it broken? No. They didn't eat it yet? Not yet. Oh, wow. Frankie, her husband kept talking about like, we're breaking into that tonight or like. <laughs> he was ready. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe it's just too pretty. Maybe they had Dominic's or something. The they little probably, one. They must have. They or must Olive, because Olive had one too. Yeah. Because I didn't see those there. They must have chowed down into those. They probably did. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, that's kind of a fun tradition. Like, and we always do wreaths yeah. too. Like we made wreaths. Oh, wreaths. yeah. That was so special. It's just so kind of fun special. to have those things that you yeah, do Yeah. Our dear year. friend, and she was hosting annually a, a, an amazing event to make wreaths in her. She has this huge shop in the mm-hmm. back of her property with a wood-burning stove and we'd have Christmas music and food and wine and, you know, all kinds of goodies. But this year she opted not to because of the pandemic. She Obviously. just didn't feel <laughs> I mean, safe. No, I don't, we're not well, even supposed to get like together with people. people that cycle through there. Oh yeah. Over the that weekend. would not be. Yeah. At COVID least a hundred people that cycle through. In Oregon, Grand Spass is getting like crazy again. You know, like we yeah, mentioned a couple spiking. weeks ago, it's, they shut mm-hmm. down the gyms again, which we think is just. It doesn't really make sense because it seems stupid. like other areas. <laughs> are the same like grocery store exactly a lot of people go into a grocery store and they touch everything oh it's probably even worse probably and they're not social distancing especially with the holiday we just went into bymart to buy santa hat for uh, (laughs) an igtv that we're filming (laughs) there was so many people in there just like i'm like and we were elbow to elbow what day is it it's tuesday (laughs) why is it busy um (laughs) it's true no i mean and the thing is is we love to work out and and it's really hard. I mean, I like we've talked about in week. previous episodes where I get up early in the morning. I've been working out with my oldest daughter, Jackie. And then I work but out at still, home in the afternoons yeah. at but my house. Yeah. But, but I'm like, it's not the same. No. And you don't have the tools you need necessarily. Like we have some weight. The heaviest weight we have is a 12 and a half pound. Well, at least you have weights. Yeah. At least we have that. But, you know, we were pushing up the weights and yeah you can only around. do so much stuff at home yeah and so, so it's just irritating longing. i was like i've never been this weak i think since i was like three i mean to be honest because like strength the lack of strength or just not working out regularly no yeah because you because i'm this you're the same one as me like i did dance for so long then mm-hmm. martial arts you did martial arts you did you know you worked out i worked out like yeah. all this stuff like i cannot work out 
I can't not work you can't out. not work out I yeah. can't not work out because I start getting antsy it's that's like pent-up energy I get or frustrated I feel like my muscle like I feel like I almost have like aches I do too you know what I mean where I you're like know exactly I need to go mean. it's not growing pains it's like not no. working out aches. yeah it's like my body's telling me you, gotta, that you need a move yeah and so it's Same. annoying and so I'm thinking if we do not open back up soon I'm gonna have to get weights at least mm-hmm. and get them at home and at least yeah. work out yeah because yeah. it's just too much and we need to move. <laughs> <laughs> we need to be physical. Yeah. And that song. Exactly. Let's get physical. <laughs> physical. <laughs> That's what we need to sing. Well, and I think it's just hard to get motivation, I think. Well, you work out in the mornings. With, I have I think been. if you work out with someone else, it's It's easier. helpful. Yeah, it's helpful because then we hold each other accountable because if it weren't for that, then it'd be really easy to mm-hmm. like slowly, slowly start skipping out. Like I work out at home. I have a room where I can lay out the yoga mat and I've got weights in there, little weights. And I can do that, but it's it's better to have accountability, which is great about having the gym because then you hold yourself well, accountable exactly. and you go. And, and the thing you, is, it's like, I like, like going. Like yeah. it's the process of getting out of your house. Mm-hmm. Like we're, you know, we go to a client's house, we go to our office and we go home. That's all we do basically. Yeah. And so it's like that one thing where you can go somewhere. It's like you're, you're take time for yourself. Time, exactly. It? Yeah. And it's hard to have that one. Like I'll be working out at home and then I'm like, oh, I like clean something. You know, I like move yeah, something. Yeah, or you I'm move like, something. Yeah, yeah, move something, clean something. Oh, I'm like, oh, this needs to be wiped up. I'm like, what am I doing? Totally get <laughs> You can't it, yeah. zone. You can't. Oh, the tea kettle just turned off. I'm going to go get my tea started. Yeah. Oh, I didn't take my vitamins. Let me take them real Uh quick. You know, it's just, (laughs) it's the reality of doing things from home. So we wanted to, we're going to switch gears a little bit and talk about balancing business and personal time, Mm -hmm. which is kind of like, this is a great segue into that because it's what we find is it's not easy for us to do. No. No, we we're were just talking about this a couple weeks ago when we were like, we went on vacation, right? Quote unquote vacation. And like, we didn't really take vacation. No, because we're always doing things. And even on the weekends, like the weekends come and we, we don't do any jobs on the weekend. No. And we don't record podcasts and we no. don't do things. But still, I know for you too, we're both, we're just working. Well, for us, like. It's like the business time. I needed oh. a yawn. For us, I think it's like, here's the thing. Would I rather watch a Netflix video movie or would I rather learn or would I rather like do some like this weekend I did like a fun stocking stuffer thing on my Instagram. Like that's what I would rather do like something productive or like last night I was watching Jesse Itzler who I've been watching a lot. He's like this billionaire entrepreneur. He's married to Sarah Blakely who's Mm -hmm. the founder of Spanx. So they're like this billion dollar power couple. So I've been watching a bunch of his videos and I would rather be doing that rather than watching like a movie. But also I'm like, I should probably watch a movie. So I did later. Yeah. Because I'm like, I just need to zone out and mm-hmm. not. Like some people are, are like, oh no, I'm, I'm going to relax and, mm-hmm. and I'm going to work later. But when you have that drive, that inner drive, and those of you listening can probably relate where you're just always thinking or you're always creating, you always want to learn. Like even when I'm doing the dishes, mm-hmm. I've got a podcast or I've got yeah. an audiobook where I'm learning something. It's not a for fun, like a gentle read. Like I'm also reading The Wedding by Nicholas Sparks at night before I go to sleep that I rented through the library. Uh-huh. And I, so that's kind of like my downtime for a few minutes before I yeah. start to get sleepy. But then, you know, I'm still, that's after I've done meditation audio mm-hmm. and you know I've done yeah, well, I think the learning part I think the learning part is good like I think that's a good thing that we're like would rather do that or like read something or listen to something that's like helping 
us, I think, because I think that's a good thing to have, but it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's hard so to good. like, you know, over the weekend, like you're relaxing. You're like, oh, should I do bookkeeping or should I watch a movie? Like you'd rather, I think for and if us, it were me, I'd rather do bookkeeping. Exactly. Because then you can like feel like you accomplished. I think it's just yeah. accomplishing something. I think so on a daily basis. Or, you know, when we're doing like, it gets really bad when we're like doing an event or something, you know, and I, and I, and I know we need to get better at it where it's yeah, like, like, we have this deadline. Of course, we're going to meet it. But that's when I think it gets really worse. We're like going all day, every day. And we, and we lose, add things into it. And like we kind we of miss this. out on some things that we should not miss out on. We should slow down for. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I think it's giving it's, ourselves more time to do things, maybe. <laughs> but also, we know. well, yeah. also we learned in our coaching program through Russell Brunson, it's all about like scheduling the t- scheduling it in, mm-hmm. which I think we could get better at. Like I know we've switched to Google Drive, which has really helped. Um, well, Google Calendar, I should say, like all and the our Google Calendly too that we're using, which is yeah, for scheduling great. if we yeah. have something like when we do uh, podcast interviews and stuff. But we love our Google Calendar. I mean, mm-hmm. we- that's just been but I think it's really about scheduling stuff in yeah. and well like Russell Brunson though he schedules his day his work day but even he admits that it's hard for him when he goes on vacation that people will start thinking that he's he's not okay yeah unless well, he, he's he doesn't showing like relax, that he's really. relaxing so mm-hmm. he'll be relaxing maybe his leg he'll be stretched out on a recliner somewhere or out on a deck or out on the beach but he's got an audio book in his ear or he's a like, series of podcasts that he's mm-hmm. going to binge listen to. And that's, that's how, that's how we are. That's how a lot of us are. Yeah. And I think it's just knowing that it's okay, but also it's something that we definitely struggle with for sure. Cause yeah. my boyfriend's always like, whenever we have a big event, like for instance, the last one we did move the moving summit, you know, that one was a lot of work. We had 25 interviews, a whole bunch of funnels to build. And we squeeze emails, it into too little time. And, and we squeeze it into a month, basically, you know, by the time we actually started doing all the work and I'm like, don't worry. Like after this event, it's all going to be better. Like I'm, I'm only focusing on this for a month. He's like, how many times have you told me that? Like, it's always going to be this way. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> like, so that's uh, when you know you need to like change something. Yeah. So making the conscious decision. So we, like you were saying about, maybe it's a good idea to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. And and I've been doing that at least for an hour. <laughs> like in the evening. I've been watching more movies recently. Yeah. But I also, it's like that guilt thing because I want to, I should be watching something. Like I should be watching Russell Brunson videos rather than watching that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and there's little things, like there's little things that I want to do that create like PDF downloads and these little things that I think maybe would only take an hour, but those hours add up. And if I sat at my desk, I could kill a whole lot of time and get a whole lot of stuff done that I want to do. But then there's no relaxing time, no downtime. So we have to consciously make that decision to create downtime for ourselves where we're not looking at our phones and we're watching a movie with our significant others and relaxing, eating our meal without editing a video or mm-hmm. a podcast or something. Cause I've done that too. Like, well, I've got to, I've got to edit this podcast. Well, and that's also, you know, like a lot of you listening, I'm sure you have an Instagram with a business on it. So it's like, it's always right there. Your business, you know, when we leave this office, we don't leave work here. Our business is on our phone and it's mm-hmm. on our computer, which is nice because we can do it from anywhere. I guess you could say True. Yeah, most we of the stuff that connected. we do. Yeah. However, it's always on your hip. Yes. So it's hard. And to, it calls to you. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, great. And I love Instagram. I'm like falling in love with Instagram again. I wasn't yeah. into it for a while. 
but I feel like I'm excited to grow it and focus on that again. So I love it. And people that we follow, that we admire, we're watching their accounts yeah. grow. So we're following them and, mm-hmm. and cheering them on as well as seeing what other people are but doing. But when you really think about it, it's like, this is work. Mm -hmm. And and then I have an Instagram client where last night I was like, oh, it's 930. Uh, I need to do my work. So I'm like, I'm zoned out for 30 minutes because I just do 30 minutes of work a day on that. But I'm like, uh, and now it's 930 and I'm doing work. Like that's paid work that I do every single day. I'm like, I need to get better at scheduling this in earlier. So I don't leave it till the (laughs) the end of the night. Into your downtime. Yeah. personal time. Uh, one thing that I think is really interesting, and I might do it if there's spots. <laughs> if you have spots in your schedule. No, maybe. if there's spots in. So it's Jesse Itzler just launched this big ass calendar club. And oh, I was telling you about it the yeah. other day. And what it is, is it's literally a big ass calendar. And it, it's, it's a whole calendar of your entire year. And it like folds up into, into a regular like eight by 11. Uh, can you buy the calendar page? just by itself? You or do can, you but to? it's like, a hundred dollars. Oh. And then there's like a monthly thing. So, and then it it folds up into like a normal paper, like size paper. And then it folds out into this huge calendar. So you have this huge calendar of your entire, of the entire year of 2020. And then I think what the goal is for you to schedule your life before you schedule your Your work, work. your meetings your everything. And so meaning you like plan your vacation time or exactly. And he's, or I'm, I'm going somewhere with my spouse. Yeah. And he he says you put goals, you put like what you want to accomplish. Cause then it like forces you to, so you're like, by this time I'm going to accomplish this, or I'm going to go on vacation here. I'm going to go on like a weekend thing, or I'm going to, you know, I, you schedule like your workouts in every day. So you schedule what you need before you schedule anything else. So it's like your year at a glance and then you put your goals down too. So it's like you're more committed to doing them because they're written down. And you're looking at them every day. And you're looking at them. So I think it's an interesting concept. And then he has like a coaching program. To go along with A monthly coaching. Yeah, it's like 140 or something, which I'm like, well, my business could pay for that, you know, 140. And then they do monthly calls and they have a community and stuff to like keep you on track. And they just launched it yesterday, but they only have 500 people. So it might be sold out. Oh, but I just thought that was interesting where it's like you are scheduling it out at the beginning of the year and putting yourself but I also, first and then and putting yourself in. first because it's so easy. I mean, we're guilty of this. We do this backwards. Mm-hmm. We do all the business stuff first and then, oh, that's if so we have true. a little bit of, that's of very, time. That's exactly it. Isn't it true? Yeah. That's what he's trying to accomplish there. Yeah. Hmm. That's a very good point. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be an interesting thing to like explore or something. But I'm also like, you schedule out your entire year at the beginning of the year. Yeah. I, I don't know if I like that. I know. But I and think you it's know good, why? actually. It's probably because the business stuff always comes first and then we squeeze in personal time. Mm, that's true. Like, oh, oh, yeah. We have a couple of days. Oh, free. I have time to work out. No, that's how I've been. Oh, mm-hmm. I guess I have this evening to work out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So we'll see, but I think it's interesting to think about. Remember those big calendars that FedEx used to give out? I wonder if they still give those out. I used to get one like, every year when we were homeschooling. Like the one, that, oh yeah, I do remember that. Like the one and in I'd the have it on our almost, big planning Like the board. one that we have in there? In our, yeah, but it was even bigger than that because it showed the whole year. Oh, it, it showed did. the entire year, all the months in there with days where was you could write big? in there. Yeah, it was big. Hmm. It was. So I guess it's kind of yeah. the same concept, but. Mm-hmm. But planning your whole life for the year. Yeah, that's, that is kind of unsettling to think about it. But I think that's why it's mm-hmm. because the mindset is opposite. Of that's what very it true. Be. Yeah. 
yeah, so maybe we should look into that and just think about it. But I think it's just getting into the habit of scheduling yourself first, like he was saying. And it's interesting how he looks at it because he looks at his life where he he's like, okay, the average age is 78. I hope I live past 78. But if I don't, he's like, I have this much time left. left. And he's like, it's not a morbid thing to say that I'm going to die, like thinking about your death every Mm -hmm. day. Yeah. He's like, it's more of an inspiration to me because then I, every single day I have that in mind where I'm like, you know what? I only have this many weekends left and I have this many weeks left of my life. So Isn't how it? can you maximize on that? And, yeah. and he's like, it's, there's no bigger motivator than that. Because if you're thinking about you only live once, if you're thinking in that mindset and all the things that you want to accomplish, like he's like 50 or something. Mm-hmm. And obviously he's a billionaire and him and his wife are both. And they're so accomplished. He sold like multiple businesses. Like he had a jet company. He was a rapper. He's done all these different things. Mm-hmm. Coconut water. Yeah. But there's still so much that he wants to do. And so many people he wants to help, I'm Exactly. Sure. And yeah. he is constantly full of ideas, just like us, that he was talking about. And he's like, my wife gets so irritated because all I talk about is ideas, ideas, and ideas every <laughs> single day that I want to do. See? But it's just... It's and so it's like puts urgency. But yeah. I think that would almost make it worse with things because I'm like... I only go, have, I've got this coming up on my calendar and I've, I haven't accomplished it yet. I'm and I feel it. like it would not help with me working more. But I don't know. I think it's... I, yeah. When I think about myself, if I had those goals, because I think about our goal for but the I movie think it's summit. personal goals that we don't. Yeah. Like, do you have a personal goal? <laughs> I don't think I do. That's a good question. I have tons Other of Other than getting goals. into the gym again, but it's like the gym's not open. But right. Like those personal goals of, I want to lose so much weight or yeah. I want to learn a foreign language. I had those goals in the past. Like I did want to learn a foreign language and I did study Spanish again for a little bit. My heritage is Spanish and mm-hmm. you know, I was around it as a child, but I never learned to speak it. So I did go through a little bit of time where my goal was I wanted to become fluent, but I, I kind of pushed that goal aside. But I, yeah, those personal well, I don't. Goals. I guess personal goals are the same as business. Maybe not really. Maybe they go hand in hand. Well, maybe it's like if you want to take vacation. I guess that would be a personal goal. See, we don't even know <laughs> what we're talking about. <laughs> See how bad we are. At this? See, that's bad though because yeah. I'm like I have so many things I want to do. Biz- we both have so many things I want to oh, do yeah. business wise. It's like I want to reach this. I want to do this. I want to do this. I guess a personal goal could be like writing a book. I want to write a memoir. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That could be. Yeah. But then it also is business related because then you're like, how am I going to market it? Like, what do I need to do? And it's a never ending thing. Well, I guess if you, if you own your own business, maybe they do kind of have to go hand in hand because I guess you're planning your life and your business is obviously a huge part of that. Like I had a personal goal to start a podcast for years. That was one Mm -hmm. of my personal goals. And then here we are started it. Of course, it's it's a business thing. It's a we thing. But that was a goal. That was on my bucket list. So I guess going back to the bucket list, maybe it becomes more personal goals. Like I want to have my I need to get a hike list. Mount Kilimanjaro or See, something. See, that's another thing that he does. Is Not that I have any desire do things that, that terrify him. And I, and I think we should uh, continue to do more of this because I feel like we were better at it a year ago when we did a bunch of things that were like outside of our comfort zone. Where we really pushed. Yeah. Which we need to get better at, I think, because I think we're kind of in our comfort zone. Mm, yeah. I don't know. But the thing about that is your comfort zone always grows once you do that. Yeah. You know, like the and first so time. And so we are doing things that are now within our comfort zone. That but before they were, be like remember before. when I did my Graham growth class, I was like, this is so terrifying. Like I was sweating and I was like, mm-hmm. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. But I ended up launching it 
And then when we launch other programs after that through the same process, through click funnels, it's like, well, you know, yeah. So I guess that's true. Yeah. You learn. You I grow. mean, even the moving summit wasn't really a stretch. It wasn't because we've done a lot of that stuff yeah. before interviews. We've, it was a lot of time. It was a lot of not, time. It didn't push our comfort zone, this, this one. Mm-mm. It was just even the, the same learning curves, thing. like even the things that we had to learn, like I had to learn how to edit videos and learn Camtasia, mm-hmm. but that didn't but it wasn't make me nervous. No. no, no, that's very true. We should think about that more and think about what we need to do next. And that's the thing that he does is I'm going to run a hundred miles, <laughs> you know, that's a personal goal. No, that's what Jesse does. Jesse Itzler. He runs a hundred miles. Yeah. He ran a hundred miles straight oh. and then he was in a wheelchair for four days. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. But he does things that push him. And then he yeah. went to like stay in a monastery for 15 days. And he said he learned a lot about oh. himself. And I do want to do this, like him and his wife go on. And I think like Nikki Boyd does this. She's an organizer. She owns at home with Nikki. I saw something on her stories the other day where it's like, she goes on little vacations by herself like staycations I think or like retreats yeah but it's by herself and I think Sarah Blakely does this and then Jesse was talking about it but you go somewhere and you just like unplug and you don't like don't bring your phone like how don't bring your that would be so good yeah but he was talking about he stayed in the monastery when he stayed in the monastery obviously didn't have a phone there's no internet you're just there yeah you're there to learn. You're there to like get in touch with your spirituality, meditate and focus and stuff. And he said when he first got there, the main monk was like, oh, here, giving him the tour. Here's your room. We're going to wake up at 6 a.m. and start with meditation and prayer. And he's like, okay, it's 6.15. What do I do now? And and the monk was like, well, go in your room and meditate. Mm -hmm. And he was like, it was this tiny, tiny room that basically just fit a bed with like one window. And a little nightstand. And a little nightstand, maybe. Mm-hmm. And he said, okay, I don't, I'm not really a big meditator, but I'm going to sit down and try and meditate for 20 minutes. So he set a timer on his phone and he was visualizing, visualizing, meditating. And he's like, I, sh- I, I didn't set my timer. Like, there's no way. And so he's like, no, it will go off. I, I did. And he's, he's waiting get, for that 20 minutes. He's timer. waiting for the 20 minute timer. Yeah. And then he, he says like what felt like an hour later, he's like, I forgot to set my timer. And then he goes to look at his phone and it had been like three minutes and 20 seconds. And he's like, that was a big learning curve for me because we are so, um, there's so many things around us that we can. That take up our, our just distract us. Distract us, I guess. Yeah. Where it's or like, eat up our time. I mean, eat up our time is a big one, but I'm talking about how we can, you know, when we're eating by ourselves, mm-hmm. are we just going to sit there or are we going to watch something? You know, are we going yeah. to when we're sitting to wait for a doctor's appointment, are we on our phone or are we just sitting there? So I think it's kind of that thing where when you're at home during in the evening, what do you do? Yourself. It's hard. That's what he's saying. It's hard to be with yourself. Oh, and he realized yeah. that he had so many like things that he had to work out that we don't really focus on because we have instant gratification yeah. on our phones. You know, back when, when you were little and I used to grow that huge organic garden, Mm-hmm. And I didn't have the technology that I have now. I had a cell phone by then, but it wasn't something that I would bring out with me necessarily. No. And and sometimes I bring a little music speaker because sometimes I like to have music, but most of the time it was just me and nature. Mm-hmm. And then I'd get into the weeds and, and I'd start trimming and pruning yeah. my tomato plants. But I remember a lot of reflection, a lot of ideas, a lot of cleansing thoughts mm-hmm. and 
you know, just, it was really interesting. I've forgotten about that time, but how, and how valuable that was. And I would get up super early in the summer, like early for me, it was like 6.15 because I knew you guys would sleep later and yeah. it would give me a couple of hours out in the garden before Yeah, the but now really you'd up. probably like listen to a personal development thing, which oh, isn't always. bad, like which said, isn't bad at all. But no, I'm saying but like, like I said, just doing, being, yeah, yeah, like doing the dishes. I can't just do the dishes mm-hmm. and be with one with the soapy water. Yeah. You know, I'm, and my husband's made this fabulous meal and I I could just totally absorb myself into doing the dishes, but no, I plug something in every single time. That's the thing. Or it's like really, and it goes back to that social dilemma, like the yeah. Netflix TV show yeah. where it's like, we're so sucked into things. It's and such a habit now. Now that we're talking about it, I'm thinking, man, what's wrong with me? Well, it's Why can't so I just true. be with myself? Like Why when, do I have to feel like I'm wasting time? I better listen to something. Mm-hmm. When that valuable time is like important. Yeah. Because maybe it takes me only 15 minutes to clean up the kitchen, but that's 15 minutes where I could have just be, I could just be but, with myself. And, and I, and I always think about the rafting trip that we went on. Oh yeah. You didn't summer. go, but it was no. with, you stayed and watched the kiddos, mm-hmm. but it was my sister, her husband, my boyfriend, and I, and then one of our, my friends that was visiting from New York. And we, uh, I don't even no, I think I did bring my phone just for photos but I honestly took no photos. I actually didn't even use my phone. I just left it in my bag for three days because there was no service. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Jackie, Maura, do you have your phone where you can take pictures? So they just sent them to me. Mm-hmm. And I remember like how nice it was not to have that. And then the minute that I came home, it was like, and it was even worse because we were trying to figure out if we were going to get a house or not. But it's like the DMs, the texts, the everything. And it's just like anxiety again. Not that I have anxiety, but it's just like the the overwhelm of running. Yeah. Okay. You're back in reality. Now you have this, all these things you got to get to on your phone. So I think I like what he's saying is you go on vacations Mm -hmm. for yourself where you just don't bring your phone or he'll say that he'll go to the movies or he'll go. Cause he even said he struggles with being present in the present moment. He said he struggled with that a lot. And that's kind of one of the things that he learned from the the monastery was, Mm -hmm. you know, you're here, but your mind's somewhere else. Yeah. I suffer with that. Mm -hmm. There was a time when I was studying yoga, like I was studying Anusara yoga and I took a six month yoga program. Mm -hmm. And then every weekend for six months, I was going to this yoga teacher training and I did tons of meditation. And that's where I worked up to 45 minutes every morning. And phones meditation. weren't that popular then is no, the thing they though. Weren't. So and it's so much harder now. neither was online access. Like, no. There was the web. But, there was, you know, was there Facebook? Not at that not time. Not that time, yeah. I think MySpace might have been coming like around. Coming around, yeah. Yeah, but those things weren't there. Mm-hmm. And so for me to inundate myself in a yoga program was great. And mm-hmm. then I had these little metaphorical little stories I had to write. I had tons of homework and I, I did it. I really applied myself and I learned a lot about myself and I, I learned how to be present in the moment. See, that, I think that's a huge one of what we've been talking about today. You have all these things and it's even, and it's not even like, okay, I decided not to work today your brain might be thinking about all the things that you have to do or, you know, and yeah. so you're really, even if you decide, oh, I'm going to relax, let's do something. It's hard to it's hard. be in that present moment, which yeah. I think. Especially when your phone is right there and then, okay, I'm relaxing. Well, I'm going to look and see who, what's on Instagram or I'm going to check email. See, I'm guilty about this. I have mm-hmm. a few minutes. I'm going to look at emails from all mm-hmm. of our email accounts that I have, you know, mine and ours and business. And yeah. So his tip on that is just like, he'll go like when he goes to the movies, for instance, I mean, he's like a huge person too. So there's so many people trying to get his time, asking questions, da, 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 da. And I think Russell does a good job of this too. Russell Brunson, where 
you know, he, he, I mean, and and I think he said some boundaries too, where he's like, no, he doesn't give it out his personal phone number. Mm -hmm. So he's not getting texts and stuff like that. If you want to reach him, you go through this certain Mm -hmm. tool. But you have to set, you have to have the discipline to do that and not check. But what Jesse will do is like, I'm going to go see a movie. I leave my phone. I don't need my phone. I'm going to go, you know, on that staycation. I'm obviously going to bring it if I'm by myself, but I'm turning it off. And it's like, Mm, (laughs) what's interesting, like we should do this as like a, as an IGTV. But I think you'll learn a lot from yourself. I've seen YouTubers do it where they do 24 hours without their phones. Oh. And they, you know, they start, they're like, okay, they put it in a box and then they, they don't have it for 24 hours. And oh, wow. you have to sit with yourself. Like, what do you do? Yeah. Play games. 24 hours. Yeah. Sit, work out. So if we imagine all the things that we would do if we didn't have our phones. What was nice about when I went on that vacation, when Down we didn't have any service, yeah. was it was so fun just to sit in the lodge, just to play games. You know, they had really good food there. And then going to bed with like no, nothing. Nothing in your ears, nope. no podcast. And and Frankie read a book, which was kind of fun. You know, he just read a couple of chapters of like a mm-hmm. book that was there. It's like, how often do you do that now? And I, I remember saying I was like so present because mm-hmm. I didn't have anything that I needed to look at or that I needed Nothing to worry about. To distract you. Except for I forgot to tell you something and I kept thinking about that. I was like, dang it, I hope she remembers. I can't remember what it was. I think it was something to do with the podcast. Oh. But, so I was thinking about that. I was like, dang it, I hope <laughs> she remembers. But I'm like, I don't have service, so I can't do I can't anything tell about her. it. <laughs> so, you know, it'd be fun. Take a weekend and go to maybe a monastery or something and just do a silent meditation. I've done a, I've done a silent walking meditation when I was in a different yoga program. I also took another How program. How long is that? I don't know, but I think you can do them for the weekends. But I did a walking meditation in one of my courses because I was taking prenatal yoga teacher training. Oh. Remember when I did that? Mm-hmm. So I did the Anusara training and then I wanted to do, focus more on prenatal. So I was down in Santa Monica and we did a walking meditation for 20 minutes and there was no interaction with anybody. We were given instructions. Like we just walk around, but the intention is to walk as slowly as you can. Mm. So it's like we were barely moving and you were focusing on every single part of your foot rolling into the earth and then picking it up and then breathing and for 20 minutes and it seemed like an eternity. And I seemed to felt very alone, which was interesting, Mm. but also having the awareness that there were people around me doing the same thing. But at the same mm-hmm. time, I was like in my own little world. I was, and I, I don't mean like that's a bad thing. I was very alone, no. but I was just alone with mm-hmm. me in my head. And it was that's weird. It was really, really See, I think stuff like that would be good to do. Like, and that's one thing that you could plan on your calendar, right? When we were talking about the yeah. big ass calendar club yeah. where you would say, okay, this weekend I'm going on a thing by myself and mm-hmm. I'm not on my phone. It's for me to just relax, for me to just get in touch with myself again. Because how often do we do that? Um, one thing I was saying when you were saying that ta- what you're just talking about, time goes really slow, mm-hmm. was he was talking about that. Um, he said that we often look at our relationships with the people around us, our friendships, our business relationships, but how often do we look at our relationships to time and money, right? I think we've been focusing on, on focusing more on a good relationship with money because yeah. you have to make a conscious effort, but he yeah. was talking about time, like what I was talking about earlier with him understanding when he's going to die. Yeah. But an interesting thing about that was he's like, when, once you get in a routine, Time goes by so quick. Time, he's like, you'll wake up one day and you'll be 60. 
because if you're in that routine every day, you wake up, you get ready, oh, you eat breakfast, you go to work, yeah. you work out, you put the kids to bed, and you wake you up and do it again. Email, you so time work. goes oh. super quick when you're in that routine. But if you take yourself out of that routine, like what he went to in the monastery, and he said, I thought it was an hour, but it was actually three minutes. He's like, my relationship with time shifted. And he like doesn't want to be in that routine because his life will go by yeah. so much quicker, even though everyone gets the same amount of time, 24 hours a day. No wonder we feel like our lives are going by so fast. And that's what I was saying. Like, it's interesting to think about your routine and he's constantly thinking about how he can break up his routine and do things. Do and things I, that are out of his ordinary. And I think that's one thing where it's like you put, you know, I want to climb a mountain. I want to do a hundred mile race or yeah. I want to do a marathon or something. Because yeah. you put yourself in a different routine or you don't want to be in a routine is what I'm saying. Because then you're just doing the same thing over and over and over. And so time goes by super quick. When he ran that hundred miles and he said he was in a wheelchair for like three or four days. So he... He wasn't focused on the training, like people, athletes, they're training, they get into their routines and they're increasing, increasing their time so that they can do really well in this run instead of just doing it and well, then suffer the consequences later. But I did that. I, yeah. I, and I, I think it was run. him like deciding, I think he said he had 90 days to train he's like, for I, it. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, I want to do this hundred mile race. And then all the research he was doing was people train for a year to do it, you know? And he's like, well, I'm going to do it in 90 days. So what do I need to do? But it's just trying. I think that part was just trying things that you're not comfortable with yeah. and pushing yourself. And Like Tony he, Robbins always jumps into an icy, cold exactly. lake or river or swimming pool every single morning of his And Jesse life. does that too. Oh. Um, and I think it's just, he said you constantly want to be pushing yourself outside your comfort zone because then you can realize how far you can actually go. How much potential we have. The potential. Yeah, that's what it is. How yeah. much potential you have and then you push yourself past that potential. And I think that's what he's really gotten good at because he's mm. so accomplished yeah. in all of these things. But you're not going to do it unless you start with those little things or putting goals down on a big ass calendar or changing up your or breaking your up routine, your routine, which I think was really daily huge. Habit to break up your routine. Uh huh. And I think also just realizing the time aspect mm -hmm. of it where you're constantly thinking that. Like he had this interview and someone he's like so how old are you someone was interviewing him but he was talking about time and the interview um he asked the interviewer how old are you and he's like oh i think i'm 40 so he's like how old are your parents oh they're 80 you know 70 he's like how often do you see them he says oh i see him oh no they're his parents were younger they're like 50 or 60 or something okay. i won't be able to do the math but you'll get the concept <laughs> and jesse was like so how often do you see him a year and he's like oh i try and see him two to three times a year right and then he's like, if you think about it, the average age is 78. You only have 16 more times with them. Oh, wow. So if you think about it that way, he's yeah. like, if you think about it in that context, every single time you hang out with them, you're going to be present if you keep that in mind. Because yeah. you're like, this you is my... you have 16 this, more times If with you them. think about it that way. Because you think, oh, oh, I have, you know, he said, oh, you have eight to 10 years with them. No, you have 16 more times with them. So isn't that crazy? That is a real mind blower. If you think about things like that. Yeah. Because we do get stuck in that, that mindset of, oh, well, it's another 10 or 15 years. Yeah. But if you but only the years see them during, yeah, once or twice a once year. Once or twice a year, you only have. And if you're not present with them because you're taking phone calls, yep. you're on your phone, you're whatever it is. Well, you're and I think it's just maximizing you. in that moment. So that's what he was mm -hmm. saying about the time thing. If you really think about your life in those 
terms, life seems really short. Mm -hmm. Which I think is the good motivator to try everything you want to try and get everything done that you want to get done and not procrastinate. Because mm -hmm. it's easy to and do that. And make that personal time a bit more of a priority. Personal time, yeah. Exactly. So he spends three hours a day on him. He's like, if I want to watch movies, I watch movies. If I want to check emails, I check emails. It's, and he said, I don't feel guilty working or hanging out with my wife or hanging out with my kids because those three hours are for me. So it helps him not feel guilty spending that time with himself. But he's mm -hmm. like, I have to focus on me. Yeah. So pretty cool. Pretty neat stuff. <laughs> well, I think it was just fun. I mean, it's good to think about. And I think any business owner, just person in general, anybody would benefit from the, what we've been learning. I mean, we're really just sharing what we've been learning, really, yeah. and just preaching to ourselves because right. we need to like take what we're listening to and, and apply, apply it. it. Thanks for listening to the One Crazy Journey podcast, where we have a brand new episode every Monday. Like what you hear? Then subscribe so you never miss a show. And while you're at it, why not hop over to our Instagram at everything.nb and follow us there so you can keep up with our stories. And on a side note, we often make references in our episodes about the programs, books, and apps, and other tools that we love. If you would like to know what these tools are, then take a look at the show notes for this episode and find the link to our free resource guide. Well, that's it for today. So you can listen to us next time on the One Crazy Journey podcast. And if you use your imagination, you can see us too.